the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is predicting a 2020 win in Minnesota, the home state of one of the Democrats' squad members. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. The president says he came close to winning Minnesota in the 2016 election and believes he'll take it in 2020 because of Democratic Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. He tweets that because Omar is an America-hating anti-Semite and because Minnesota is having its best economic year ever, he will win the state next year. Omar recently vowed to continue being President Trump's nightmare, but he says the four liberal lawmakers are a nightmare for America. Greg Clugston, The White House. European Union leaders say they will work with Boris Johnson constructively, but they're also sticking by their stance when it comes to Brexit. Johnson has emerged as a victory in his conservative party. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now up by about 94 points. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Quick look at the forecast, and it is a great week. No rain for the next few days. Loving it. Next chance of showers might happen Friday. That's about a 20% chance at this point. But we're looking at low 80s today. Plenty of sunshine. Clear low 60s tonight. Very comfortable for sleeping. Looking at sunshine mid 80s on Wednesday and Thursday. Kind of the same thing for Friday. Like I said, a slight chance of a shower pops up. Coming up next, it's Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. 
but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join us at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, September 27th and 28th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to answer the question that I posed last week. Last week, I posed the question, what to do with the past? You know, past is something we all have. It's kind of like DNA. It's like fingerprints. It's like breath. Uh, we need uh, to understand how we work. And a lot of it, be honest with you, uh, is dictated on our past. And really the question is what to do with our past because we can't deny it. Uh, we, we can't uh, run from it. Uh, we've got to learn from it. And there's a lot of people, don't get me wrong, that live in the past. You know, if you look at, there's a timeline that we all have in our life. We have a past, we have a present, and we have our future. And really, the only place uh, that we can live is this place called the now. And the now is in this place called the present. Yet, so many people are stuck in the past. So many people are are driven by what happened in the past. So many people uh, are, are programmed, if you will by what's going on in the past. You know, numerous cognitive uh, neuroscientists have conducted studies that have revealed that only 5% of our cognitive activities, in other words, decisions, emotions, actions, behavior, only 5% are conscious, whereas the remaining 95% is generated in a non-conscious manner. It's like one of those icebergs. You know, you ever see that picture of an iceberg, uh, and there's this beautiful icy, rocky formation above it, but then they pan out the shot and they show you what's above and below the water, and 95% of that huge iceberg, that thing that you see above the water, but the problem is 95% of it is underwater. Think about this. An enormous portion of cognitive activity is non-conscious. Figuratively speaking, it could be 99%. We probably never know precisely how much is outside our awareness. But study after study after study, I've heard the figure 3 to 5% of our brain, our lives are conscious. And 95 to 97% of our experience is unconscious. We are programmed creatures. We go through the motions based on programming. It reminds me of the story of the three donkeys. You know, a farmer was taking three of his donkeys for sale to the market. On the way to the market, he saw a river, a nice, beautiful river. He'd been walking all day and just like, you know, uh, it'd be nice to stop, cool down a little bit, take a dip. And so uh, he took, he, he did that. He was going to stop and relax. Now, as he was looking at what he had supplies-wise, he only had two ropes, but he had three donkeys. So he looked around wondering how to tie the third one. He figured maybe I can use a, a twig or something, but nothing worked. So he, he couldn't figure out how to, to tie the three donkeys up so he could take a swim. However, as he looked around, he saw a sage uh, across the waterway and thought, hey, this guy would know what to do. And so he sought his help, wondering if he could maybe, maybe he has a rope to tie the third donkey or some uh, suggestion. And so he went up to the sage and asked him a few questions, told him his uh, dilemma, and the sage did not have a, have a rope. 
but he did have a suggestion. He told the farmer, let the third donkey see you tying the other two donkeys to a tree. Then pretend to tie this one also. The farmer looked a little perplexed, but hey, he had nothing to lose. So the farmer did as he was told and went for a dip in the river, and all three donkeys stayed exactly uh, where he had, quote, tied them to. Even though the third one, he pretended to tie to a, a tree, but didn't. Coming back, he thanked the sage and saw that the donkey stood exactly at the same spot where he left them and just uh, had a few words with the sage. So he went back to his donkeys. He uh, untied the two donkeys, uh, patted the third one to start moving. And after going a little distance, imagine his surprise when the third donkey stood still, would not move, standing at the same spot. The farmer did everything he could to make the donkey move, cajoling him, kicking him, talking, nothing helped to move the donkey. It was refusing to move from the spot. Again, it must have believed it was still tied to the spot. Needing some help, the farmer went back to the sage and told him his predicament, told him how it all worked well, and then he uh, untied the two donkeys, patted the third donkey on the butt, but yet the third donkey would not move. The sage, upon hearing the dilemma, told the man, untie the third donkey. And he looked at him confused, but but protested the farmer, I didn't tie him. The sage said, you know that. I know that. But does the donkey know that? Sure enough, the farmer went back and pretended to untie the donkey. The donkey moved immediately as though released and walked over to join the other two donkeys. See, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get realized that we get bound up by the strangest things. And our past can do that to us. Imaginary or real, the unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. We can get so tied up with the past, so tied up with so many imaginary ropes, imaginary things that are totally from the past that, that are non-existent. But the power it has is the power that we give it. The truth, let's be honest, there are more mental self-imposed boundaries in our heads and our hearts than real-life boundaries. And the key is, how do you deal with them? And what you got to realize is that a lot of this is dictated by our past. We are programmed creatures. Remember the whole concept of logotherapy. We look for meaning and stuff. And so really, when you're dealing with your past, there are really three options. I mean, lots more, but I like to keep, keep a simple soldier. You can deny it. Pretend it didn't happen, and you know, na 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 na. You know the the three monkeys. You know, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. If you just pretend it didn't take place, maybe it won't have an effect on you. You can avoid it. You know, run from it. You know, maybe it it uh, will have no effect on you. It's the past. I remember when I was younger, uh, my childhood was pretty traumatic, and uh, I basically, uh, when I got on my own at 17 years old, I put all my past in a big black bag. And said, bad. I went through a lot of psychotherapy, a lot of cleaning up the mess and the trauma and drama from childhood. But the problem was, it wasn't all bad. And yet the mind is so powerful that when I put it all in the past as all bad, I threw away the good and the bad. I threw the lessons. I threw away some of the life experiences that I needed. And I remember when I was rebuilding my life with my mom, uh, the relationship, she would tell me, hey, son, remember when we did this? And I'm like, no. She goes, remember when we did this, you were this year's old? And I'm like, no, it was like she was making it all up. But she wasn't. But because I had said it's all bad, I had basically avoided it, put it all into one trash bag and basically got rid of it. The problem is there were good lessons back there. There were good memories. There were good things that did take place. So the first two options aren't really an option. You can deny it. You can avoid it. But might I suggest that really the only really usable option is to understand it. And understanding is different than wisdom. Charles Fillmore defines wisdom as intuitive knowledge, almost spiritual intuition, and understanding as the ability of the mind to apprehend and realize the laws of thought and relation of ideas to one another. See, we, it's, we need wisdom, don't get me wrong. Wisdom knows, but understanding knows why. When your understanding is developed in both head and heart, 
Not only will you have uh, the light in mind, but you will also have the ability to apply it to the world. And see, this is what you got to do. We got to make sense from our past. We can reflect on it. We can review it. We can recalibrate it. We can reprogram it. We can reuse it. But we got to realize it has an effect on us. Dr. Adler, who's a famous psychologist, says that by the time a child is six years old, six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. So you can't avoid it. You can't deny it. But what we can do is we can understand it. We can use it. We can learn from it. And we can take those learnings to help other people and to help ourselves. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. And it was only 48 hours. I spent six yeah. months in fire academy, so. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Most people would like more freedom to do what they want, when they want, and on their own time. At Online Trading Academy, we will teach you the strategies so you can have the freedom to do those things. Whether you're looking for a supplemental income, how to better manage your 401k retirement account, or even know how to manage your broker, we are here for you. Online Trading Academy is the world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Online Trading Academy can provide you with valuable skills that can help you accomplish your goals. Now is the time to get started. Join us this week for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're answering the question that I posed last week. Last week, I posed the question, what to do with your past? And today, we're answering the question, here's what to do with your past. You know, uh, we're all at choice. You know, that's one thing that I tell uh, people, whether you're a believer or not believer, uh, God gave us free will. God gave us free choice. And uh, I don't know about you, those of you that believe in the God of the Bible, but there's been many a times uh, I've attempted to give my free will back to God. And he just doesn't seem interested in taking it. Uh, and I know why. I always tell people, because the gift that's commanded is no gift at all. You know, if uh, your spouse, your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you have, uh, 
used to do something nice for you and then they stop doing it and let's say you bring to their attention that they no longer do that for you uh, and then two hours later you have that thing done for you maybe you got flowers maybe you got this maybe you got that what value does that have to you and you would say none at all mr black and i would say absolutely correct because a gift that is commanded is no gift at all that's why And so God gives us free will. And you know, the cool thing about our body, mind, this whole system, this whole, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, we call the human experience, it is a machine. Your body works as a machine. Your mind works as a machine. There are rules. There are ways that works. If A, then B. Uh, There's a chain of events. Those things have to happen. Why do you think you go to a doctor and he asks you about your family history? Don't you hear? He's asking you about the genetic past. Not just your genetic past, but those in your bloodline, those in your familia, those in your storge, right? in your oikos, in your koinonia, whatever the different words are, right? That's what he's doing because a lot of people, the past dictates a lot, except if you're dealing with financial stuff, right? You ever hear those financial things uh, where they say, well, I've done this for 12 years. I got 22% return of interest. I got 12% return of my investment. I got a 13% payout. And they always say, Past production is not a guarantee of future performance. Well, I'm going to tell you right now the same thing for you. You do not have to replay the past. You do not have to relive the past. You do not have to reconstitute the past. But we do remember it. We all remember. And I want you to think about that word remember. I love words. A good friend of mine, Christian Grasso. Uh, is doing a new book called Wow, a Word of the Week, I think it's called. And uh, he reached out to me last week. I said, oh, Black, I'm so sorry. I'm doing this great book about words. People don't know what words mean, and we need to define words. I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know exactly what you're talking about. He goes, well, I'm sorry. We're going to production, but uh, Matt, I want to have you in the next one, or if you got time, you know, because it's going to production now. And so I, I wrote up one on worry that I do a lot and uh, sent it to him, and it'll be in the book, and uh, it'll be coming out. But you, you got to know words. You got to know how things work. You know, if you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the car business, you know cars. We are all in the people business. We are a people. We marry people. We procreate people. We buy from people. We sell to people. We get angry at people. We buy, you know, go to the store with people. We Don't you see? There's people everywhere. And more importantly, when you close your eyes, whether you share your bed with anybody, you're sleeping with people. You, you're sleeping with yourself. And so you've got to know that the past is powerful. By the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality in place. In other words, the structure of their belief system is in place. And you know what we do? We're little meaning makers. We're little meaning makers. We're always looking for meaning. You know, a little kid's always saying, why, Daddy? Why this? Why that? Don't you realize? We're looking for meaning. Why does this take place? Why does that take place? Why does this person do that? And so as we go through life, the good, the bad, the wrong, the right, we start making meaning of things. That's the whole concept of logotherapy with Dr. Viktor Frankl. You know, I share this quote all the time. My favorite quote, it's by Dr. Viktor Frankl. It says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And logotherapy is a term derived from logos, a Greek word that translates meaning, and therapy, which is defined as treatment of a condition, illness, or maladjustment. And Dr. Viktor Frankl, when he identified logotherapy, identified it as the pursuit of that meaning for someone's life. Logotherapy is based on the premise that the human person is motivated by a will to meaning, an inner pull to find a meaning in life. And it has basic tenets. Basic principles of logotherapy. The tenets are life has meaning under all circumstances, even the most miserable ones. Our main motivation for living is our will to find meaning in life. 
And thirdly, we have freedom to find meaning in what we do. And this is why our past is so important. Because stuff happens to us. We go through things. As a child, we don't get to choose. We don't get to choose where we live. We don't get to choose our parents. We don't get to choose the, the level of trauma and drama. We don't get to choose who takes care of us and who abuses us. We don't get to choose all that. We are basically at cause. Uh, we are basically at the whim of everybody. We are guided. We are taken care of. We are told where to go. We're told when to go to bed. We're told when to wake up. We got stuff bought for us. If we don't have stuff bought for us. We don't have stuff. And so as we go through life as children, what happens is we experience things. And then because we are little meaning makers, we put meaning on them. That's why our little kids are always asking why. Why, Daddy, did this happen? Why, Daddy, did that happen? Why, Daddy? And so whether you're saying those words out loud, this is what we do. We connect dots. If we're abused by someone who's supposed to take care of us, it creates a weird meaning. Maybe that meaning is you can't trust people. Maybe that meaning is when you have authority over someone, you use that authority. Or someone that's supposed to take care of us is now doing things to us that they're not supposed to be doing to us. And so maybe we learn not to trust, or we learn that we're only as good as what we can do for people, or we learn that our basic body is a toy for other people to play with. I mean, see, what we do is we create meaning. And that's why I told you when I was a kid, my, my childhood was, it was tough. I remember walking to school. I'd walk to school for two miles. It was right outside the, the, the bus range, if you will. And I remember one time a friend of mine, or maybe it was my brother, I don't remember, but someone uh, said, hey, I saw you walk down the road and you're, you're, you, know, you look sad. Your head's all dangling down. And I said, yeah, I, I would walk to school wondering, God, what did I do to you? What did I do to you to, 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 to make you put me in this family? What did I do to you to give me such a terrible life? What did I do to you that I have to live in such pain and trauma? And that's a tough question as a, as a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid. And the problem is, if you don't properly deal with that stuff, uh, you'll create meaning. And those meanings get locked in, and they're called belief systems. See, everything we do or do not do is created by a belief system. Everything. The reason you listen to the show, the reason you went to my training, the reason you won't go to my training. When people are, see, no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Now, I didn't say there is no reality. Quit making up stuff. I didn't say that at all. I said nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our personal map of reality. See, this is where transactional analysis comes in. There's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. So as soon as someone does something or says something, there's a stimulus, we go to our three channels. The visual channel, we see something. The auditory channel, we hear something. Or the kinesthetic channel, and we feel something. And then based on that, then we respond. See, we don't respond to what someone is actually doing. We respond to our narrative about what we believe they are doing. And what is that narrative driven by? Our past. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? See, there's, whenever we're talking about communication, we're always talking about two types of communication. We're talking about intrapersonal, the communication we have with ourselves, and we're talking about interpersonal, which is the communication that we have with other people. And the one communication that most people spend most of their time on is interpersonal communication. In other words, the way we communicate with each other. You know, Lee's my producer there with the radio show, and he wants to make sure I'm communicating well with you, that I'm not turning you off, that I'm increasing my listener base, that I'm not saying things uh, that turn people off and make people not want to listen. See, he's dealing with an interpersonal communication, the way I communicate with other people. And that's what most people deal with. But might I suggest that the most important form of communication that you will ever work on is your intrapersonal communication. The way you talk to yourself. Because the way we talk to ourselves truly does dictate the way we talk to other people. The way we think about ourselves dictates the way we think about other people. It is a filter. It is the frame. Why does all that matter? Because you know what has the massive dictation of what how we talk to ourselves is our past. So I'm telling you right now, you cannot deny the past. It's there. It's a cancel check. You cannot avoid it. It's real. It did take place. But you don't need to live in it. The key is to understand it. 
And the way you understand it is you use the five R's. You reflect on it. You review it. You recalibrate it. And if need be, you reprogram it and you reuse it. And there's lots of different ways to do that. But you got to know how you work. Because again, if you're going to do any lasting change in your life, your unconscious brain runs the ship. So you need to follow the rules of the unconscious brain because as I told you before, about 95 to 97% of our entire experience is unconscious. You're only using a small part of your brain consciously. You're aware of just a small amount of stuff compared to what you're unaware of. And so that's one of the things that people get on my training. They become aware of being unaware. They become aware of being unaware. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about here's what to do with your past. Because you can't deny it. You have a past. You can't avoid it because it affects you. The key is to understand it and use it to your advantage to become the best possible version of yourself. I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. 
And, man, this is an hour of power. That's what I like to call it. You should park yourself here for every Monday morning, uh, depending on where you live, from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, if you're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or you got some gorgeous weather there, that's where this radio show emanates from. You are blessed because you can listen to it twice a day on AM 1570, an entire network called Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Man, you, you talk about so many times in life, leaders, we're told it's not about us. But now you've actually found a radio format that's all about you. It's all about wellness, financial wellness, spiritual wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, all types of wellness. Man, it's there for you. So you can turn to your radio dial, terrestrial dial on AM 1570, uh, 9 to 10 AM Central Standard Time, 5 to 6 PM replays, Central Standard Time, or you can live stream with them. They got a great, uh, app there. Go to, uh, twincitieswellnessradio.com, twincitieswellnessradio.com, and you can listen to this and other great programming. If you're in the beautiful uh, city of St. Louis, Missouri, we can be listened to every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And for the rest of us around the world, we can just go to a nice app on our phone on our computer called iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio, and because of our affiliation with Minneapolis there, you can just query Wellness Radio 1570 or Wellness Radio Minneapolis. And if you have Alexa uh, with your device, all you got to do is say is, Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis, and it will pull you up right there, right then. You can also go to, um, to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and you can do Facebook. If you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash li. M radio. You know, this is from the book From Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot by Richard Restack. Said throughout our lives, the brain retains a high degree of plasticity. It changes in response to experience. If the experiences are rich and varied, the brain will develop a greater number of nerve cell connections. If the experiences are dull and infrequent, the connections will either never form or die off. See, that's the thing. When we go through our childhood, uh, I mean, some have had good childhood, some have had good parents. Uh, but in my working with about 20,000 people intimately uh, in my training, I realized that a majority of people, I don't know if that's 51%, I don't know if that's 62%, I don't know if that's 73%. But I can tell you, a majority, without a doubt, of the people I've experienced in my lifetime have had some trauma and drama in their childhood. I'd say a large chunk of those have had a childhood that most people say was not profitable, was not good. But they can't pretend it didn't happen. They can't deny it. can't avoid it. The key is to learn from it. You know, we have three places that we can live, the past, present, and future. And where you spend your time really matters. See, it's important to remember that our brain holds the key to everything we'll ever accomplish. The brain is the gateway for all our sensations and the weaver of all of our experiences. And while most of us are convinced that exercise increased our physical well-being, it's less commonly appreciated that the brain also must be exercised. Matter of fact, it's a dynamic structure that improves with use and challenge. When was the last time you were challenged mentally? Right? That's why people come to my leadership training. They're challenged mentally, psychologically, physically. In essence, you can achieve more of the things that you desire by enhancing your brain's cognitive functioning. In other words, learn as much as possible about how your brain works. That's why in, in my radio show, in my training, I give you a lot. I, 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 I'm an intellectual man. I'm a scientific mind. Uh, I teach you transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Burns. I teach you, N teach you NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, some of the works of Drs. Uh, Milton Erickson and Virginia Satir. How about multiple intelligence? You get a lot of that with Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University. Logotherapy, I just doc talked about Dr. Viktor Frankl. Uh, canine, constant never-ending improvement, the work of Dr. W. Edwards Deming and how basically rebuilt the Japanese government economy using this one concept that today is called Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing. Emotional intelligence, the, the work of Dr. Dan Goldman. And because, first and foremost, I am a man of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a warrior for God. I'm a conduit of his blessings. Uh, I wrap it up uh, with the word of God. And so you got to realize, 
you can know one thing for certain. You can reduce the chances that your brain will deteriorate and that you can even develop things like Alzheimer's disease or other forms of dementia if you think of education as a lifelong project. I don't mean formal education. I mean informal. You know, one out of every three Internet searches uh, is for porn. Imagine if one out of every uh, three Internet searches was for knowledge, was for learning how they work, was for learning was for self-help was for learning uh, some psychological uh, help. If you remain curious and quiz about how about people and events, about how you work, by taking active efforts to remain mentally agile, you'll increase both your chance of growing new nerve cells and the likelihood that your brain will maintain and increase its nerve cell connections. You have one organ in your brain that never has to deteriorate. you got to get this. See, many of us experience physical and psychological responses to our thoughts. you got to realize this. Your thoughts produce energy. Energy follows thought. Your body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals make you excited, make you depressed, make you happy, make you sad. And we are the ones doing it. Many of us don't realize that at a physical level, these responses are linked with chemical alterations no less powerful than those initiated by a drug. By a drug. Think about this. A PET scan. A positive uh, I'm sorry, positron emission topography, PET scan. It's like a functional MRI, right? An MRI reveals uh, form, if you will, but a functional MRI or a PET scan actually shows how things work. It can show brain chemistry, and it shows that thinking angry thoughts can bring on physical symptoms. Think about that. If you believe strongly enough that a pill will help relieve a certain realm of your uncomfortable symptoms, when you're ill, your belief alone will alter your brain chemistry. Read on the placebo effect. I mean, for in order for a drug to pass FDA approval, it must do better than the placebo effect. And I don't know what the number is, but like one-fifth or one-third of all people who take a sugar pill who are told they're taking something that will help them, even though there's nothing in it, get better. And so for any drug to be approved, it must at least do better than a fake drug. Isn't that incredible? It must do better than a fake drug. That's powerful if you think about it. The brain is different from every other organ in our body. While the liver and the lungs and the kidneys wear out after a certain number of years, the brain gets sharper the more it's used. Indeed, it improves with use. The functionality properties of brain cells continue to be altered throughout adult life, depending on life experience. That's why you got to take control of what's going on in your head. We are automatic thinkers. We got to make the most of our time. You got to imagine that time's like money. Matter of fact, it's rarer than money. You can make more money, you can't make more time. But imagine there's a bank that credits your account every morning with 86400 because that's how many seconds you have every day. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening it deletes whatever part of your balance you failed to use during the day. I mean, what would you do? You'd draw out every penny. You'd make sure you didn't waste a dime, right? Well, our lives are the same way. We have a rare commodity called time. And the problem is because we get so busy with life, we get so busy going through the motions, we get so unconscious that we start checking boxes, just going through the motions, just getting through the year, getting through the summer, getting through the school year, getting through the next medical trauma, getting through the next anniversary, getting through this. And before we know it, uh, one year becomes five years, and five years becomes 10, and 10 becomes 20. And we're no different today except worse off than we were before. I heard a saying a long time ago that people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. And what we got to do is we've got to take control and realize that our past dictates more than we realize. Every morning, we get a chance to relive, to start fresh. But if we're still running the old program, one thing I learned years ago, that your unconscious brain is rating for programming. Absence of new programming, it will run the program in place. And so I deal with this so much in all my trainings. I have four two-and-a-half-day scripted classes. And I'm telling you what right now, most people struggle more often with things tied to their past than anything else. If I went through and found every single issue that people are struggling with and then meted it down enough, you would see that it ties into some belief system, some trauma, some drama from their past. 
We have anchors. We have people that remind us of things. We got emotions that remind us of things. And then all of a sudden we're going along, we're doing well, and someone says something, and then we lose it. It's called a trigger. And then we snap. And you know what's going on? Something from your past is reminding you of something that's going on right now, and it brings you right back to that little kid. Boy, my class is intense. It's two and a half days of the toughest training you'll ever take. Go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. And I get military heroes. I got law enforcement officers. I get NFL football players. I get CEOs of Fortune 100 companies. I get husbands and wives and construction workers and college students. And I don't get into it. I'm in it. And from the time that door swings open and people hear you may enter, we're going 100 miles an hour. And I can get some of the bravest, most powerful, most secure people in the world in 30 seconds just crumble. Just get angry or bitter or shut down, go numb. Why? Because of their past. Because they have abuse that they haven't dealt with. Because they have a trauma, drama they haven't dealt with. And then here comes Mr. Black, who they've never met before, who's there solely to serve them, solely to help them, to help them take their life to a whole new level. When the class is done, it'll be the greatest thing they've ever done in their life, 99% of the people. And yet some people quit, some people shut down, some people run away, some people act so childish that at some point I have to ask them to leave. Why? Because it's all about the past. And today I'm telling you, here's what you do with your past. You reflect on it, you review it, you recalibrate it, you reprogram it, even reuse it if you must. But you cannot live with it. You cannot live in it, I should say. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. What would you do if you knew the skills that could help you make the right moves inside the financial markets? Skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence towards your retirement. For more than 20 years, Online Trading Academy has taught thousands just like you how to make better investing decisions. Call us today by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about what to do with the past. And here's what you do with the past. So this last segment, I want to give you the opportunity to give you some tangible things because I believe in inspiration, education, and what's the third word? application. In other words, something to do. And the best thing to do is go to likeitmatters.net and get your butt in a two and a half day class because nothing can replace an experience. Because people learn best by what they see, hear, and do. Uh, and in Leadership Awakening, which you'll read about likeitmatters.net, you, you submerge yourself. It's two and a half days that will seem like two weeks. And I, I, I basically help you reprogram yourself based on who you are, based on what you want, based on where you're going, based on whose you are. Uh, each person is different. But I said before, there are three options that a lot of people think they have on the past. Deny it. Avoid it. Uh, but I'm going to suggest that the third one is the only true one, and that's understand it. And so what we should do with our past, because we can't live in it, it's a cancel check, it's over, it's the past, is reflect, review, recalibrate, reprogram, and reuse, if at all possible. And so I'm going to give you a couple things. First of all, I want you to know that your past does not define you or your future. Uh, boy, I grew up in a, a home with an alcoholic father, an abusive father, uh, and I'm telling you today, I'm not an alcoholic, uh, and I'm not physically abusive, hopefully not verbally abusive, that's one I've been working on a lot more, uh, but uh, uh, I'm not my dad, uh, I'm not the same person I was growing up, uh, I'm not the same person I was when I was 20, I'm not the same person I was, I'm 53 years old, I'm not the same person I was when I was 45, uh, I'm a different person. So you got to know that your past does not define you or your future. At any time, you can scratch those CDs. You can break those LPs. Some of you have been playing a lot longer. I hate to date you, but you can pull on those eight tracks. You know, that program that was put in place, a lot of it by the time you're six years old, that doesn't mean it needs to stay in place. You can go to someone that can teach you how to reprogram it, how to reshape it. But a couple of things, you know, Dr. Adler tells us that by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. A lot of us, <clears throat> if we had a tough childhood, we get through it. We survive. We do what we got to do to get through it uh, as unstained and unscathed as possible. And so a couple of things about your past. Number one, you got to realize you're wiser now. If you were to go back uh, and mentally uh, to that little you at six years old, you could give that little you a lot of wisdom. Why? Because you're a lot wiser now. You have experience. You have the gift of reflection, right? So you know that you cannot change your past, but you can change how you react to it. You're much wiser now. You're not the same person you used to be. So you don't have to make the same mistakes you once made. You don't have to make the same choices. You have a much different power level. You have a much different control level. You have a different set of values and morals. You have more control than you ever did. And lastly, you do not have to keep punishing yourself in order to be sorry. Some of us made mistakes in the past. It wasn't just that other people did stuff to us. We did some stuff. And it's okay not only to forgive other people, but it's also okay to forgive yourself. And that's the second piece I want to go through. You can forgive yourself and others. Having forgiven those who have afflicted hurt on you in the past uh, can be one of the greatest thing, feelings there is. And forgiveness is always about the other uh, yourself. It's not about the other person. See, whenever we cease to forgive, what we do is unconsciously, we put that wrong, that wreck of wrong, that pound of flesh, right in our mind's eye in the forefront. Why? Two reasons. Number one, we don't want to justify what someone did to us. And number two, we don't want it to happen again. The problem is, whatever you put in your forefront, you move in that direction. The good Lord put the eyes on the front of our face because we move in the direction we're looking and we look in the direction we are moving. And so I want you to know that you might have done something in the past that you're not proud of or you might have had something done to you that you're not proud of. But to realize this, number one, you might have been victimized, but you're not a victim. Be careful what you attach to your identity. I don't have enough time to go into this radio show today about that. But be careful. Someone did something to you, but be careful about making yourself a victim. You might have been victimized, but you are not a victim. And remember, you can forgive yourself and others. And by forgiving, it releases the chains of pain. By forgiving, it allows you a new beginning. By forgiving, 
it gives you the opportunity to do something differently. So you need to make sure, what if you chose to look at your past differently? And that's one thing that, that we got to do, is we got to reframe the past. Reframe is so important. Why? Because our thoughts matter. Remember, a majority of our thoughts are unconscious. We have somewhere between thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And those thoughts release chemicals that make us feel. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We actually make ourselves sick. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf's done some research, and she shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses, activates more than 30 different hormones. She says that there are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. Toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes the following diseases, she says, diabetes, cancer, asthma, skin problems. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and consciously controlling your thought life is one of the best ways of detoxing the brain. So the other thing I want to give you for is we're told to hold our thoughts captive. At some point, you got to get conscious with yourself. At some point, you got to actually go in there and hold your thoughts captive. The good books even even says, I think it's uh, 2 Corinthians 10, Right? Says, uh, I think it's three through five. Says we are where is it here? We are human, but we don't wait what humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them. You've got to grab your thoughts and hold your thoughts captive. Six ways to hold your thoughts captive. Accept responsibility for your thoughts. You get some weird stuff in your head, but don't get wrapped up. Where did that come from? Grab a hold of it. If it's good, keep it. If it's not, get rid of it. You should journal too. Journal whatever's going through your head in the morning. Journal whatever's going through your head at night. If you do that before you go to bed at night, wow, you're going to sleep a lot better. Get that stuff that's in your head floating around all over the place and put it down in text. Don't think about it. Don't edit. Don't judge it. Just write it and clean it up. You can also remember that your mind, not just your behavior, must change. We got a lot of people working on their behavior, but the problem is your behavior is a byproduct. We need to change your mind. Like Nicodemus said, you got to be born again. You got a new spirit. Your mind, to the word repent means to think different, change your mind. Some of, some of us need to go a different way to change our thinking, to change our mind. Be careful of how you think, the bitterness, the negativity, the self-thought of that you're going to destroy yourself. Nothing ever works. Nobody likes me. This never works for me. How many could have, would have, should have statements have you made today? How many if-onlys were part of your inner vocabulary day? How many times have you played in your head a conversation or situation that pained you or one that hasn't even occurred yet? How many scenarios have you created of the unpredictable future? How much is speculation taken out of your day? How passive is your mind? How honest are you with yourself? That's what we're talking about. We've got to change our mind. We've got to think through your problems rather than just react to them. Sometimes when you slow down the process and rethink it, it changes things. you got to hold these thoughts captive. I have this piece that I highly recommend. <clears throat> It's called the Communicating with Power Thought and Emotion Journal. Thought and Emotion Journal. And I want you to take any situation from your past that the outcome uh, wasn't that good. And you can run it through this eight-point st- strategy. If you want a copy of this, just email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. So you take any situation that's happened in the past... And you can take it through this eight-step process, and you can actually find more information. You re- can recalibrate it. You can reprogram it. You can actually get more information. First of all, just re- remind yourself of the situation. Replay it like a conductor, like a, I'm sorry, like a producer, like a director. What was the stage setting? Where were you at? Who was around you? What time of day was it? What were you wearing? Recreate it. And then two, remember your intention. What was your intention going into this event? What did you want to take place? And then identify, as you replay this, identify at that moment, what were the moods that you were going through? Was there anger, fear, resentment, whatever? And what were the levels of those from 0 to 100? 
And then what automatic thoughts were going through your head? What was going through your head, mind just before you started to, to, to give up or feel hopeless, helpless? And then what was the evidence that supported that automatic thought? This is the Ben Franklin close. Was there evidence that supports it? Was there evidence that does not support it? That's the other side of it. And then seven, as you replay all this, what was the appropriate response in situations like this? What should it have been? In the future, what will it be? This is what you do. You recalibrate. You look at more information from first position, second position, third position. That's what I'm here for. I'm a life caddy. You can get an hour a day on this radio show, and you can go to likeitmatters.net and get 48 hours that will forever change your life. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Matt with the Kingdom Builders. The storm season is already upon us, with high winds and hail damaging many homes in the metro area. You may have already had contractors at your door pushing you to sign a contract. We understand dealing with insurance companies can be stressful. So if you think your home may be damaged, give us a call for a free, no-pressure inspection of your property. We'll let you know what's damaged and if you need to take action. We'll walk you through the entire process from filing a claim to final inspection. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. and We've been extremely blessed in the past couple of years. We'd just like to thank you for that. And if you have need on your roof and maybe don't quite have the peace that you would like to have, we would like to be a part of restoring your roof and bringing peace back into your home. If you have any questions or just want us to stop by and take a look at the property, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the internet at thekingdombuilders.net. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.